This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Mm-hmm. Now a lot of people are going to worry about getting on an elevator. That happens every now and then. It's still the safest form of travel. Did you know that? If you could call, uh, you know, going up and down in an elevator being travel, but I guess in a way it is. This is Tom Fitzmorris with the second course of The Food Show. It's our program of eating and restaurants and cooking and wine and everything else that goes together with all of that or any of that. Our telephone number is 260-6368. Our subject is anything about food, anything at all, up to you. Uh, you won't have to ask permission first before you you know, say, hey, uh, would it be okay if we talked about bananas and their uh, their place in breakfast. You, you know, uh, uh, I don't exactly know, but my, I think it's pretty obvious. Uh, I have uh, my daughter, who is a, a, a great baker. She just uh, does almost anything you can imagine that's uh, in terms of baking. She does all the French stuff. She does uh, wedding uh, wedding cakes and you know and pies and just the, the entire range of it. And lately, she's been making for me. Uh, and I didn't even ask for it. I just she just did it as a nice thing. Uh, these this banana bread, banana and pecan bread, and it's it's very heavy, and it's not particularly sweet, but it really is a, is a bread like a very a very uh, drenched kind of a bread. That's what makes it heavy. Uh, but I love the taste of it, and it really is good at breakfast. Really great with a cup of cafe au lait. Why did I get on that? I don't know. Uh, anybody else out there like a banana bread? That's where bananas belong is when it comes to breakfast, 2606368. We talk about absolutely anything on your mind about food, about restaurants, about cooking, about wine. And uh, I don't know why I, this, this seems any more important than it does on any other day of the year. Uh, but I have in my hand the Mr. Boston Deluxe Official bartender's guide this is a hardcover book but it's a little book it's uh, only about three well i'm gonna measure it give you the exact exact uh measurements here it is um like <laughs> is that the most boring subject we've ever had i think so four and a half inches wide and it is uh seven and a half inches deep <clears throat> and it has a thousand recipes in it uh, and it has set aside a fairly large number of uh, spaces uh, for new drinks that have come along and also for categories. And you know, there are certain drinks that involve uh, certain kinds of liqueurs that are a little hard to get sometimes, but they explain, explain what all of that is. Sometimes you, you'll find yourself with, with a bottle of something in your pantry and you can't quite figure out what it is. This book actually tells you all of that. I must, I must sound like I'm doing a commercial for this book, but I, I really like it. I'm not doing a commercial. Let's see. 
let's pick a, a cocktail to do from this. It's in alphabetical order, which is helpful. Most most of these things, they do it by uh, ingredient, which is confusing. Let's see. Uh, I'm just flipping through. Okay, here we have a, a something called a the Devil's Cocktail. Ooh, let's see. Um, one half a teaspoon of lemon juice, one and a half ounces of port, an ounce and a half of anything is a, is a shot, uh, one and a half ounces dry vermouth, and you stir all that together with ice and you strain it into a cocktail glass, which is a martini glass. Yeah, I could see that that would be good. That's, that's a lot of lemon juice in there, a half a, well, a half a, half a teaspoon. Well, that's not very much at all. Oh, that now I don't know why they uh, why they would consider it something from the devil, because there's nothing red in it either. Well, I'm sorry I brought it up. Let me pick another one here. Momar cocktail, M-O-N-T-M-A-R-T-E, place in France, in uh, in uh, Paris to be exact, <laughs> neighborhood. Um, let's see, uh, one and a fourth ounces of Old Mister Boston Dry Gin. Or just any old gin. Or, you know, the, the gin that you like best. Anybody out there dislike gin? I bet you there are plenty of them. I, I, I hear from a lot of them pretty often. I, I think gin is great. Anyway, one and a fourth ounces of gin, half an ounce of sweet vermouth, a half an ounce of old Mr. Boston triple sec. Triple sec is an interesting ingredient. It's used in a lot of cocktails. It has the flavor of orange in it uh, but it's not a strong flavor it really adds alcohol to the drink that's one of the main reasons it's used and uh, but it still has that orange flavor in the background and that's what makes it appealing anyway uh, that's you just put all this together and you shake it up and you put it in a cocktail glass and you have something called the Montmartre M-O-N-T-M-A-R-T-T-R-E Montmartre cocktail French in there and there you go and then you you could have this this uh, this book you know this would make a good party one of these books just pick a drink and and make it and if you can't stand it then get something else why not two six oh two six oh six three six eight Stephen is here Stephen come on in hello uh, you were looking for a um, thing that answers all the book that answers all the questions. Said you couldn't find one this year. Couldn't find what? Uh, Farmer's Almanac. Oh, no, I fi- finally was able to track one down. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah, Lowe's had them on Elysian Fields, and they were on Lowe's, uh, oh. you know, hardware store, lumberyard. Yeah. Uh, and they had them on, pro- on sale for half price. Oh, well, you know, once you get into the year, you, you lose a lot of yeah. usefulness of it. But yeah. I, I was able to score it. Usually they're all over the place. And for a long time I had it delivered to me by mail, usually in the previous September. So they were yeah. – it's it's a good ad, uh, uh, product. There's another one. There are, are actually quite a few almanacs that call themselves the Farmer's Almanac, which is – they don't have anything in common other than that name yeah okay and also you started talking about italian coffee the other day yeah 
and we didn't get into it. But how about that chain that is local of Italian coffee shops? They're all over the city, especially in Metairie and Kenner. What, are you talking about PJs? Yeah, not PJs. No, this is a, and it says right on it, Italian coffee shop. It starts with a P, Picareno or something like that. There's one. Uh, uh, there's one in next to Dick's in the in the uh, Lakeside Mall um, at the back of the at the back of the mall. There's mm-hmm. one uh, on uh, William or yeah Williams Boulevard in Kenner um, across from Cafe Du Monde. And they yeah. they're very definitely say they're an Italian uh, Italian coffee. I've never been hmm. in there. I thought about pulling in today, but didn't have time to see what what it was all about. But there's four or five of them around town. Oh, they, they, we have a few here and there. Uh, in most other American, the big cities anyway, you see it everywhere you yeah. go. And in Europe, of course, you see it absolutely everywhere. It's about the only kind of yeah. coffee you can get. Uh, yeah. But the quality is the quality is better than just about anything we have around here, really. And the way they do it too is completely different. You, there's there's certain things that there's a kind of a toasty quality to it that I don't get from regular coffee. Hard to explain. Okay. Well, it's good to hear that uh, Cafe or Andre, uh, Chef Andre is yeah, at least back in the shop. <laughs> Well, he, he is, and, and I, I called him the other day to tell him he's crazy for going in on uh, – they, they had a big dinner for yeah. – they had a, 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 a dinner celebrating the – I don't know how many years. Anniversary, uh, just, 34. Uh, 34, yeah, that's right. You're exactly right. And uh, and he, uh, he he was going in. And I said, "What what are you doing that for? You I mean he's he's has a hard time getting around. He'll be better. It's not gonna, not not a horrible horrible problem, but it's he's kind of laid low right now." And he said, "No, I just bruise through and let everybody see my face, and then I go home." Well, that's how yeah. a lot of restaurants actually run it all the time. So I guess we're thankful for that. Yeah, well, it's his shoulder that he's having, not his leg, yeah. huh? Uh, yeah. So it's so, easy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah shoulder problem and, but yeah. it's uh as a matter of fact he's already had the surgery but it's the after effects of it i, I know exactly yeah. whereof he speaks because uh, i broke my ankle about five six years ago and it, it uh, i couldn't move really i couldn't get around uh for about six months and it was yeah. really uh, to to this day i i have a little bit of suffering from it but not very much it's amazing uh that it's like it never happened most of the time I had to make a, yeah. I've never run since then, and I had to make a run for it because I was walking across Canal Street, and here came about five cars at me at uh, top speed. Of course, there's no other way to drive in New Orleans. And and my wife, uh, well, I don't know. You'll have to talk to her about it. Next time she hosts the show, uh, ask her about that uh, that episode. <laughs> You had to be there. But the shoulder is a lot easier to get along with than the ankle or knee or or something. So, yeah. Well, I, I don't know, but I, but uh, I, he seems to be getting along okay. But Chef Andrea, you, you talk about a workaholic. This guy, yeah. he never stops working. 
which is no doubt source of his success. But uh, uh, all of his friends are saying, "Take it easy, man. You've earned it. Just <laughs> go sleep." You know? Yeah, and he's got a pretty good kitchen staff. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Uh, you know. All right. Well, nice okay. talking to you. Thank fine. you. It's okay, the Fluid fine. Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris, 260-6368. If you uh, would like to ask a question or, or or tell us something, you know, your restaurant you went to that you liked or you didn't like or some ingredient that you have been messing around with in your kitchen and you're not sure what to, what else to do with it than what you've already done, uh, call us up and, and ask, and we will tell everything we know anyway. But... Uh, we do go beyond that. If you are a little too shy or for whatever reason you don't want to go on the radio yourself and ask a question because you think you might sound stupid, it has never happened. It's, oh, no, let me let me rephrase that, and I'm telling you the total truth on this. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's, it's only happened twice when I got genuinely stupid questions or answers. And, I mean, there was just no missing it. I mean, it was exasperating. Uh, we, we've never had anything like that before or since. And uh, that's saying something because uh, there's a lot of stupid things that could be said, but we don't do it on this show, and I don't even have to ask anybody. So uh, uh, go right ahead. You're always welcome here. But if you don't want to go on the air, send me an email to tom at nomenu.com, and I will read it and I will respond to it. But don't be in a hurry, because if you uh, are calling me to find out what's the best things to eat at Galatoire's tonight, well, I'd have to tell you that they're closed on Monday. But uh, if you uh, were to call me with a, with that kind of stuff, it might be a day before I can send you an answer, because here I am doing this, and I can't do this and that at the same time. I'm just not smart enough. Doggone it. 260-6368 is our telephone number. Uh, if you call right now, you'll get right in, and we won't have to you know, sit around here waiting for somebody to say something. Uh, we'll go ahead and do it right away. 260-6368. Last night, was it last night? Yeah. Uh, some friends and my wife, uh, we all went to uh, the Revolution restaurant. This is a restaurant that I was very dubious about when they were outlining what they were going to do. It was going to be a very high-end, extremely beautiful, heavy service, uh, a million little things that cost a lot of money to be able to put out there. Like, for example, uh, five different kinds of real caviar. I mean, th this is not cheap, uh, to put it mildly. Uh, but they did all of that. Chef John Fulce, who is one of the great, great chefs, certainly in the South, certainly in the New Orleans and Cajun area, uh, just a great, 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 great guy. Uh, but also involved in this at the same time as him, uh, you have uh, the other the other chef in the business. Uh, oh, what's his name? Tremont. I'm, I'm, I'm forgetting it again. Uh, anyway, why do I even uh, try to remember people's names? It's an amazing thing that I remembered John Fulce's name, but that should tell you what a guy he is for me to remember his name. You know, I'm, I'm not being snooty. I just can't remember names. This is a, in the last few years. I'm, uh, but I don't think anybody's gotten upset at me before. I, nothing much. I hear tell that we have Gregory over here on the yellow phone. Say, Gregory, welcome. Well, 
Happy New Year, Uncle Tom. Well, yeah, you are right. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm, so, um, I'm glad you spoke of caviar because I had some last night. It was delightful. Anyway, um, yeah. So what, what do we do with Thursday night? Are we going to have fun or what? <laughs> Thursday night? At oh, uh, Roosevelt? Oh, you're coming to the Roosevelt. Yeah, I'm glad I you am, brought it up because I, I was about I am, to do I am, that. Uh, yeah, I think we'll have a pretty good time. Uh, did you ever go to the to the place when it was the Sazerac restaurant? Does that of is course. that in your memory? You do. It is barely. I was a young man, about eighteen, when it closed down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What? A, but it, I do it, remember going to the Blue Room as a twelve-year-old and a six-year-old yeah. and seeing Sunny and Cher. That was a hoot. Oh, I'll bet it was. <laughs> Yeah, they did. They used to get X number of pop artists over there, but then they also had like. They sure did. Carol Channing sang there, and you had, um, I think even Sinatra played that room back in the day. Uh, he was talking about something I was about ready to talk about myself. We are having uh, our Eat Club, our monthly Eat Club event over at the Roosevelt Hotel, and that is going to be the subject of 12 of these. We uh, actually start off by doing our program at the usual time, 5 o'clock, uh, excuse me, 3 o'clock. That's when we get off at 5. At, um, and we, we talk to the chef. We talk to the wine guy, you know, anybody who's around there. They have several restaurants in the Roosevelt. One of them is a gourmet house by any standards. It's called the uh, uh, the uh, Fountain Lounge, that's the name of it. Despite the lounge name, it is a genuine, full-fledged, uh, full-menu uh, place to go for dinner. And uh, we we did one there last time around uh, towards the end of the holidays, and it was terrific. They, they ran their Eat Club, I'm sorry, their uh, Revion dinner. That's what we did. I'm uh, going to twist their arm a little bit to do that again because we had a full house that night, but most of the house was filled with people who were in from out of town because they were in, in town for a, a meeting of some kind, and everybody wanted to eat there. They'd heard about it, and uh, so that's why uh, we uh, we couldn't get as many people in as we uh, did, uh, as we wanted to. But here's our second shot at it, and we're going to be there this Thursday night starting at about 6.30, and uh, I will be there just like our Eat Club dinners. I'll move around from table to table and annoy everybody uh, one by one and tell uh, dumb jokes and some really good jokes, too. Uh, you, you might like it. One person might like it a better, better than another person. Uh, so anyway, we just have a great time at our dinners, uh, period, over and out. I think you'll be happy with that. We also have had live music at all of them. I mean, first class, really good guys. Ron Jones, I think, is coming again. He, um, I know him pretty much from uh, his performing in the bar over at Delmonico, but he is apparently working over at the Roosevelt as well, and he was that night, and I expect that he's going to be there this uh, this Thursday as well. So uh, that's that's really a great evening's entertainment, and I, I look forward to it myself, and I look forward to meeting you because if there's something I really enjoy doing, it's meeting the people who listen to our program. I bump into them in supermarkets and, <clears throat> excuse me, in, in uh, restaurants and all the other places where you might find that a logical uh, thing to do. Anyway, hope to see you there. Here's how you go about it, though. Go to theroosevelt.neworleans.com. 
and you make your reservation right there through the uh, through the hotel. So uh, I certainly don't get involved in that. But it's if you ever came to one of our Eat Club dinners before, you noticed that it was chaotic in terms of keeping straight on who was coming and who wasn't. Uh, but the Roosevelt Hotel, you know, a hotel does that uh, every day with everybody they deal with. So uh, that's what's going to happen there. Hope to see you. I hope you'll come uh, and join us for this. You will make some new friends. And uh, over the years that we've been doing our Eat Club dinners, there have been lots and lots of new friends made. And uh, and uh, people keep telling me about that all the time. Uh, it'll be quite an evening. Uh, it's I suspect one of the other options you have is not ordering from any fixed menu, but ordering off the menu completely. It's a full menu, as I tell you. If you want to eat a steak, you can get a steak there. If you want to get some crab meat or whatever it is you love, they do a nice job with it. They're great cocktails. This is a restaurant that really is based on cocktails with a name like the Sazerac. That's what it used to be called. And uh, plenty more where all that came from. So, uh uh, put it down on your list. I uh, I look forward to bumping into you at our Eat Club event this Thursday, 6.30 p.m. at the Roosevelt Hotel. I think they have, at the very least, a uh, reduced price uh, valet parking situation. Uh, I, every time I go there, I park in a different spot, so it's I, I don't know what to tell you. And if my wife were in the car, boy, you'd really see some parts of the city you didn't know were there. She's always looking for free um, parking slots. And the amazing thing is, and almost the spooky thing, is that she always finds them, even when the whole city is crammed up with with all the great parking spaces taken. She finds one every time, and it's usually right in front of wherever it is we're going. Weird. Anyway, it's the Food Show. This is Tom Fitzmaurice, 260-6368. Jerry is here. Jerry, welcome to the food show. Hi, Tom. I don't Hi. know if you would remember uh, Thursday I called and told you we were going to be going head down to the Italian barrel this weekend yeah. down in the quarter. Yeah, I do I remember. I'll give yeah. you a, a, a report. Yeah, I'll give oh, you a good. little restaurant. Well, first of all, it's about as pleasant a night as I can remember in a long time. And oh. the reason for that started with, of all things, Uber. Um, we haven't been down in the quarter in forever only because parking and issues with that. And I know that shouldn't be an issue, but it is. Anyway, so we decided let's try Uber. First, it starts the guys, I think it was four minutes away when we called. And sure enough, four minutes, Justin pulls up with a Cherokee and he offers us some bottled water. Can we plug in your phone? Whatever. He couldn't have been nice. Mm. Well, he knew exactly where the restaurant was right to the doorstep of the restaurant, down in the corner, was perfect. So as far as the Italian barrel, we did some we did some reviews, looked at some reviews, and kind of lowered the expectations just a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. And actually, it was 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 wonderful. They um, see this right away. The place was packed um, and uh, sat down, had a couple of cocktails, and then we ordered our dinner. And the food was, was, was excellent. We were really, really happy with that. It was different, like you said it would be. Um, as far as, I guess, it's a more of a northern Italian, maybe? Um, yeah, I, w- I wouldn't go too far north with it. But, they, um, yeah, it's not your typical uh, Sicilian uh, flavor. Exactly, exactly. But um, it was good. It was really good and, and uh, ended up 
we uh, they matched us with some nice wines to go with it, and uh, ended up with some dessert. Got on the phone at dessert, called Uber. They were back to pick us up in five minutes, and and we were on our way home. So I told Wonderful. my wife, I said, "This is this is about as good as it gets." I, you know, we, this is this is perfect. Um, so anyway, the Uber started the night. The restaurant did a good job. It was a great night. So we enjoyed it. So that's well, good. That, that's, that's great to hear. It. You know, I, I anybody who calls me about uh, this place, the Italian Barrel is the name of it. It's on uh, Barrack Street, just off Decatur. Decatur, and, yeah, twelve forty yeah. Decatur. And they, uh, whenever anybody calls about it, I know before they even start talking that they're going to tell me how much they love it. And my hmm. experience there has not been. Uh, has not been terrible, but it's mm-hmm. it's uh, I it doesn't move me a lot. But yeah, yeah. I get such consistent reports from other people that I feel like I'm probably due to make another check of it. So let's see what it is. But well, and you have you have confirmed that. There you go. Well, we'll yeah. definitely we'll we'll go back. We'll we'll definitely go back, and and particularly now that we can use our Uber service, we'll we'll yeah. be sure to get back. You know. But anyway, yeah, well, just wanted to pass it on. I said I'd call, and here I am, so uh, we did enjoy it. Well, I'm glad you did, and thank you very much for that. I really appreciate it. I, you don't know My pleasure. We'll keep listening. Well, thank My you. pleasure. Thanks. See you. Uh-huh. Bye. Uh, he went to the Italian Barrel. This is in the lowest, you know, the, the, uh, the uh, corner of the whole French Quarter, uh, right off of Esplanade and uh, Decatur Streets. And uh, it, the complaints I had about it was were that it seemed like they were buying pasta coming in from all over the place. It was good quality, but it could have been better if it were fresh. And uh, also that the place was was is very small, and uh, they they've made it bigger over the years. But uh, I found it uh, kind of uncomfortable. Uh, but. Can I tell you, uh, as I've been there before, I think I've been there you know, four or maybe five times. Uh, it does seem to be getting better every time I go. But now, you know, I keep hearing these very well uh, felt people who have gone to the restaurant and, and have nothing but good things to say. So a time for another look. That's what I do. Two six zero six three six eight. Call right now. Get Get it right in. You, you, we'd love to hear from you. And uh, give us a call and tell us where you've been eating or uh, if you're trying to figure out something to eat or, or where. what do you like to drink these days. Oh, you know what? Uh, I want to tell you about something very, very simple. Uh, there is a, a brand. Uh, let's see. Now, here we go again. It's a name, so I can't remember. It's, uh, and the more I think about it, the harder it gets. Uh, there's a, a a brand of ice cream, very well-known, nationwide brand. Would somebody call me and tell me what the name of it is? They make a uh, what what amounts to the simplest imaginable form of vanilla ice cream. It has real vanilla in it, and it has some kind of little herb in there somewhere. What would you say? Briars? I think it is Briars. And there are only three ingredients in it. One of them is sugar, one of them is uh, milk, and the other one is is uh, uh, is the vanilla itself. And my wife came home with a uh, half gallon of this uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I just I couldn't get over it. It was a beguiling taste. It was something different from your basic 
uh, vanilla ice cream. And, and that's something I, I get a lot for a dessert in restaurants. If I don't see anything that inspires me, I like just getting vanilla uh, ice cream. I, I like it. What can I say? Then one day she, she gave some of this stuff to me. And I just fell in love with it immediately, and it, to the point where I actually bought another one, if you can imagine. In fact, I had a little bit of it this afternoon. Uh, I really, really recommend this. Now, if you're one of those people, and God bless you, and you're just as good as I am, or and vice versa, and you like chocolate ice cream, well, for goodness sake, get chocolate ice cream. You like strawberry ice cream? You like to, uh, you you like a. Uh, <clears throat> all the other varieties of ice cream out there, go and get them. But uh, I, 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 I'm just taken away by it. It's, it's almost, it's very light, too. That's another thing. It was, the texture of it is very light. Anybody else uh, notice this but me? <clears throat> Briars, uh, it's like basic elementary vanilla ice cream, uh, something like that. In fact, you know what? I just realized here I am coming to you from the Cool Water Ranch today, and that Half gallon of ice cream is just right outside my door. I'll go, when we take our next break, I'll go find out what's in it. 26063. We don't have another one? Well, we have another uh, time killer, don't we? <laughs> we don't? Nothing? You mean I have to leave everybody in limbo? By the way, can you do the limbo? You can do it. Yeah. 26063, our program today. I think I've got one to do. We're going to, uh, we're speaking about uh, Trinas. I've been telling you that we're on the way to doing an Eat Club dinner at Trinas, and I could have sworn that that was true, but apparently the person who made the deal uh, is not around anymore, so I, I don't I don't know what the story is going to be. I'm sure that the restaurant will, will do another dinner with us, but we just don't have a, a a date or a time or a price or anything like that. I can tell you this, uh, and only this, we have had three previous Eat Club dinners over at Trinas, and all of them were outstanding to a, an almost ridiculous degree. It was really great. It started off with Oysters Jamami, uh, raw, grilled Rockefellers, and a whole bunch of different ones that they invented right there. Uh, the the whole idea of the restaurant is that it's the hotel restaurant of the Intercontinental Hotel. The Intercontinental is right on uh, Carrollton, no, sorry, uh, St. Charles Avenue, uh, just a little bit off uh, Poitras. And, and in fact, you know, it's right across the street from what we used to call the uh, One Shell Square, but it isn't that anymore. They've changed the name of it. It's the Hancock Whitney Center. Same building. Anyway, it's right across the street from Trinas. And when you go to Trinas, you can have anything from a sandwich to a, to grilled chicken to a steak to a lamb dishes. They, they have an incredible amount of range. In the afternoons, they have a happy hour that really is happy, and it is loaded with some really good music. They bring in uh, these sort of folk music sort of singers, and uh, and they play their guitars and all that, too. It's not loud. And it's, uh, it's very listenable, and uh, it's worth going there just for that. They do good cocktails. But seafood is the main uh, item that they are in business to serve, and I think you'll like it a lot. And one other thing, it's very family-friendly. So if you have even little kids, 
there's going to be plenty for them to eat, and it, it's not going to cause anybody a lot of grief, as it sometimes does. Anyway, all of this is at Trenas. It's T-R-E-N-A-S-S-E. And that's a reference to uh, this little artifact in the Cajun country where the, the fishermen want to get from here to there easily without having to cut down trees to get between here and there. And so uh, what they've come up with are these things called trenasses, and they are direct little passageways through the through the bayous, and uh, and uh, well, next time they come back, it'll be a lot easier to get there. That's the whole idea of it. Just look at the mural they have in the restaurant, and it explains everything. Trenas. This is the Food Show. This is Tom Fitzmaurice. So uh, I don't have permission to run a... About 30 seconds to, to look at the, the container of ice cream. All right, here's the name of it. It's uh, Breyers Natural Chocolate. And they say the only ingredients in it are cream, milk, vanilla, and sugar. That's it. No, well, no, they, they, I'm sure they make a chocolate, but this is vanilla. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about chocolate briefly because I know there's X number of people, my wife being one of them, who don't consider a dessert as being a dessert unless they're chocolate. And people, I'm sure, feel the same way about ice cream, too. Don't you think? Or am I nuts? <laughs> I think that's an easy answer. 2606368. Let's see, we have enough time to take a few more calls. Come on, come on somebody, somebody call me. We've got anything going on? Had any uh, great food over the weekend? Some, uh, some old friends of ours... In fact, it's the guy who put together the very first Eat Club cruise. Uh, he had been in that business for a long, long time, and he set that up for us. We had, on that cruise, 140 people that were traveling with me. And I thought, this is fabulous. There's something about cruises that really is fabulous. I know it's not for everybody. But uh, that one certainly was. It was on the, it was the, in fact, the inaugural sailing of the, uh, let's see, it was, a, it was a carnival. I'm trying to remember the name of the, of the ship, though. It was a very large one, and at the time it set a world record for its size. And it was major league. And they put it in over here in New Orleans, and it stayed here for quite a while until it went out of season, and then they took it away, and I, I, we sailed on it quite a few times, but uh, our tastes were wedded to something a little nicer. And we have that coming up this summer. We're doing a cruise to Alaska. We haven't done. We looked this up. We haven't done a cruise to a cruise to Alaska since 2009. That's a little too long. And we're going to go there again this summer. If you want to know about the details of it, you can go to my website, nomenu.com, slash Alaska. It's a 10-night cruise on the Queen Elizabeth, no less, and you don't get better than that. So I hope you can uh, th- think about it. Think if you, you want to join us for, uh, for our cruise. We have a ball at those things. It is really fun. And you never know who you're going to make friends with and lots of good eating and and if you've never been to Alaska before, this is something you got to put on your list. It is so beautiful, so many places. All right, let's see. Who is there on hold? You you told me. I'm sorry. I can't keep track of it. David. David, welcome. Uh, I'm going to concur on the vanilla versus chocolate thing. 
Oh yeah. I really, uh, yeah, I like it a lot. I think it's much more interesting when it's which which good side are you on? Part. On the vanilla side. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. What is French vanilla versus, I guess, regular <laughs> vanilla? Is, uh, that, is it just you see it all the time? Yeah. You know, I, the, one looks more yellowy. The French vanilla is usually a little bit more creamy colored yellow. I think it's the presence of egg yolk. Because okay. I know there are a lot of uh, there are a lot of ice creams out there that have quite a bit of egg in them, and uh, so the obvious thing, especially you you mentioned, it's kind of got that golden uh, look yeah, to I it. I think you just you just answered it. Yeah, I, I do think that's it. I'd I, I'd have to look it up. If I were writing an article, I'd look it up to make sure I knew. But I think that's it. Yeah, a yeah. dash of snobbery. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're, you're absolutely right about that. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, uh, the cruise. Now, when it, when is that? You just mentioned it, but I've been. You know, yeah, we're we're leaving. Uh, we're leaving Vancouver, which is where we're boarding the ship, uh, on the, the 10th of June of this year, and That's a great we are. Time. We're going. It is a great time because uh, it's it's basically during our cruise we will be there for the uh, for the solstice, the summer solstice. So at the peak of everything, oh. and you will see the midnight sun, unless wow. it's raining, and it doesn't rain very much on that uh, that. Uh, can trip. you say the price of the cruise on the air, or is this uh, internet? I, I can, but I don't know what it is. It depends on what. Okay. It yeah, it depends on what kind of cabin you want. You you can get a you know one right, that's right, right. inside, no windows of any kind. You can get a you can get a suite. Uh, it's yeah you, it's uh, it's good, and ev- right. just about everything is covered. Uh, it used to be that you paid for every glass of uh, Coke that you picked up somewhere. But now, just about all of that is part of the package, and it's uh, it's pretty good. The Asian food in Vancouver is some of the best I've ever. That's had. what I've uh, and really heard. As a matter of fact, I country. yeah, I've I've uh, been there a couple of times on previous uh, cruises, in fact, and uh, they really do. It's uh, they they the city complain uh, uh, they they brag about the fact that they have. More restaurants per capita than any other city in America. I don't know if that's true or not, but it's, uh, I could believe it. I mean, they certainly have enough of them. They got a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, well nice talking to you. See you tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, thank you, you too. Bye. The Food Show. Somebody, Richard is here. Richard, come on in. Welcome. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Um, I went with my sister. Saturday to Mitten Dogs in Manchad. Yeah. Had their had their turtle soup. Boy, was that good. It is good. It's one of the one of the really good ones, which which is surprising because they don't have any turtles around there. Not the ones you want. (laughs) Actually that's not true. the um oh wait, what's the breed? It's it there's some oddball uh huh? Snapping turtle? Uh it might be. I don't know. I was wondering, what is the uh, black? It looks black. I'm sure it wasn't black when they cooked it, but the greens in there, is that spinach or what is that? Well, I don't know how theirs is off the top of my head, but that's probably what it is. Uh, There's a little bit of that kind of color in just about everywhere you go. Mm -hmm. I was just wondering, but uh, it was delicious. It was 
a little dash of uh, sherry on top. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you know, I, my, my thinking about that is that the sherry, I think sherry is a great flavor for turtle soup, but the place to add it is not at the table. It's in the pot when they're cooking it. And uh, I, I, here's what happens. Uh, alcohol is bitter. It's a bitter taste. And you still have quite a bit of alcohol in it if you put it in at the table, whereas if it goes in the pot, it, the alcohol will uh, vanish. And that's one, right. that's one reason. And uh, I, I th- just think it offsets the, uh, the, the flavor. I, I, I usually put a little bit of Tabasco in there, too. Hmm, I didn't think of that, but that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you are. Well, thank you a bunch. And, uh, thank you. you. It's the perfect way to end our program for today. Thank you very much. Okay. Talk to you again, I hope. See you. Bye-bye. It's the Food Show. Let's see, a quick rundown of everything going on since we have a minute here. Uh, this Thursday at the Roosevelt Hotel, we are going to uh, gather, well, you know, if you want to. I mean, this, this, this is no big charge, but we actually p- perform our radio show direct from the, uh, the Fountain Lounge over at the Roosevelt. And then uh, we waste a couple of hours, well, not a, you know, like one hour, we have, have a, a round of drinks. And then we sit down at the tables and we, we dine. We don't have a set menu. The way you get your reservation is you go to... The Roosevelt Hotel New Orleans dot com, and it will uh, they'll be able to take your reservation right there. And I hope to see you there. Live music could be quite an evening. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.